Christmas as a kid is magical. There's so many things about it that are absolutely amazing. And I had some pretty epic Christmases as a child. But I must say that Christmas as a mom is so much better. It's so fun and it's so wonderful to be able to get gifts for your kids, things you know they really want, and to watch their joy and see how excited they are when they get them. And this year, my little boy wants something so badly and he just keeps asking me and he keeps saying over and over again, he just, he'll come in the same room as me and he's not even asking for it. He's just dreaming and he'll just put his hands together in front of him, almost like he's praying. And he'll just look up and he'll close his eyes and he'll just say, just really hope I get that squishmallow for Christmas. And he's so cute. <laughs> so cute because what he wants more than anything in the world is not a big thing. It's not even a hard thing for me to get for him, but it is the desire of his heart. It's what he wants so badly. And the cute thing is, is that he's He's genuinely concerned. He doesn't know if he's going to get it or not. So every time we talk about Christmas, every time we bring it up, he just says, oh, I just really, really hope I get a Squishmallow. And he wants one so badly. And you can feel a little bit of stress or worry in his, and you can hear it in his voice. He's just, he just doesn't know if he's going to get it or not. But the funny thing is that, and I guess the beautiful thing is that as a parent, I already know he's getting it. I already know that it's a done deal. It's under the tree. And I know that's what he's getting. And so every time he sees it and every time he worries, what I see is not worry, is not fear, is not concern. What I see is future joy. What I see is that I am so excited for what is coming for him. And as I read the Christmas story, I wondered if our heavenly father felt the same way. And I, as I studied these scriptures, I saw some messages that we can all take for ourselves as parents that can bring so much joy to our lives in the difficult times. In, this, in the Christmas story in Luke, we read in Luke chapter one, it says in verses 30 through 34, and the angel said unto her, meaning Mary, fear not Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. I love that the first message from the angel to Mary is fear not, fear not. Mary, I know what I'm about to tell you is going to sound crazy and a little scary and quite frankly, impossible. The angel goes on to say in verse 31, and behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son and shalt call his name Jesus. Verse 32, he shall be great and shall be called the son of the highest and the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father, David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever and his kingdom. There shall be no end. In verse 34, it says, then said Mary unto the angel, how shall this be? seeing I know not a man. The angel is coming to Mary with all this information and the information is pretty intense. You aren't married, you're not with a man and yet you're going to have a child. 
not any child, but the son of God. None of this seems possible. None of this seems like it should be plausible. And yet the angel is telling Mary, not only will it happen, but fear not. You don't need to worry about the details. You don't need to worry about how it's going to happen. Fear not, trust, because this is God's work. And in fact, the angel goes on to tell Mary in the next verses, in verses 35 through 38, the angel says unto her, the Holy Ghost shall come upon thee and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the son of God. And behold, the cousin Elizabeth, she hath also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. So yet another impossible thing. But the angel says, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. And this is why the angel tells her to fear not. I know it doesn't make sense. I know it shouldn't be possible, but fear not. I love Mary's response. In verse 38, she says, Behold the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. Mary did not understand how it was going to work. She had no idea how this could be possible. But yet the Lord sent her the message that it was, and she trusted. She trusted the Lord to guide her path and to let her, to make her part of the greatest story ever told. The story continues on. Mary said, my soul doth magnify the Lord and my spirit hath rejoiced in God, my savior, for he hath regarded the lowest state of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth, all generations shall call me blessed. She is overcome with awe because she knows she is, a, she is not anything amazing. But yet the Lord has promised to make her that and she trusts him. She trusts the story that she has been told she will now be a part of. In verse 49, for he that is mighty hath done to me great things and holy is his name. He that is mighty hath done to me great things. I love Mary's story because her faith is so powerful to me. I look at my little boy as he is so excited to get his Squishmallow and he just has this childlike faith. Oh, I hope I get it. I hope I get it. I really think I'm going to get it. And he doesn't know. He doesn't know if he's going to get it. He doesn't know where we're going to find it. But yet I know because I already bought it. And I wonder if sometimes, not that I'm comparing myself in any way, shape, or form, but just the parallel here I think is instructive for all of us as parents, that I think that Heavenly Father knows what's under the tree for all of us. He knows what the plan is. He's not worried about if he can find it, if he can get it, if he did it. As far as he's concerned, it's already done. It's already done just like that gift under the tree. So when he sees us worry, when he sees us hope, when he sees us pray, does he see that as concern? Does he worry if he can pull it off? No. Just like I look at my boy and every time he worries, I just get excited inside. And I think I'm so happy for what's about to happen in this little boy's life. He's going to be so excited. I wonder if our heavenly father does the same thing for us, 
and he sees us pray and he sees us worry and he sees us work. And he just thinks, I am so excited. I am so excited for what I have planned for them. I wonder if that's how he sees us. In Luke chapter two, verse 19, we read one of the most well-known verses in the Christmas story. And that is when it says, but Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. What are those things that Mary kept? What are those things that she pondered? Because surely there were many things she could choose to worry about instead. How is this going to work out? What's going to happen when my little boy grows up and is supposed to be the savior of the world? How am I supposed to teach him? Will he be safe? There are so many things that Mary could have fretted about or worried about or stressed about. But instead, the scripture says, Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. What are those things she kept? She kept the memory of the angel, of Gabriel's words to her. She kept the memory of the shepherds coming. She kept the memory of the star and all of the miracles that she saw. She kept the, the memory of being told that she was highly favored of the Lord. She kept the memory of knowing that with God, nothing is impossible. And so would it have been easy? And, and perhaps at times she did worry about those things. But she also took time to make sure she thought about the things that brought her hope, the things that brought her peace and the things that helped her have faith. She kept those things. She didn't let them just discard with the days of time and with memory. She kept them. She held on to them. She pondered them. She replayed them in her mind so that when times would come that might be hard or that might be scary, she had those to hold on to to keep her faith. And so as we go throughout this Christmas season, my hope is that each of us will notice those tender miracles and mercies from heaven, that we will see our children's joy and that instead of letting it just pass by, that we will keep it, that we will keep in our minds the memory of that smile and that we won't just keep it, but that we'll ponder it and that we'll ponder how we love to give our gift, our good gifts to kids and how our father loves to give good gifts to us and how he wants us to have joy and he wants to bless us. Let's choose to keep those things. Let's choose to hold on to the joy and the promises and the hope and choose to ponder those in our hearts this Christmas season. I hope this message helped you love your life, live your mission, and raise kids who do the same. If you know someone who would love it, please share the love with them and send them this message. I'm Jamie Knapp. Have a wonderful Christmas season.